the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you for joining. Glad to have you with us. 94.5 in Dayton. I'll be in your area tonight. I'll be at uh, Trent Arena in Kettering. And let's see. I'll be at UD Arena later in the week. And I might be at Vandalia Butler High School later in the week. Don't know. But I love uh, the Dayton area. I used to work in Troy. So I know Montgomery County, Miami County. Um, a lot of you over there know that I uh, spend a lot of time in uh, Mercer County, Glaze County. Uh, I'm from Western Ohio, Logan County. I love Western Ohio. I love Ohio. And I love my memories of growing up in Ohio. And I have three girls, and I want them to grow up in the same kind of country I grew up in. And right now, it's not that. And the reason why it's not that, to a large degree, is because of the inroads the LGBTQ movement has made, um, injecting lies, and I'll say it, sin, into our world. So we're going to talk about that this half hour. And I'm going to work my way toward something that was said at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee event in Washington, uh, where Donald Trump spoke, where Vivek Ramaswamy spoke, where Nikki Haley spoke. But the most noteworthy thing that was said there was not said by a political candidate, not by anybody running for office. It was said by Michael Knowles of The Daily Wire. And it was about transgenderism and the idea that we need to get that ideology out of mainstream America, and we have to stop it. Why do we have to stop it? All right, well, let's do this progressively. (laughs) Not really politically progressively, but uh, incrementally, I should have said. Headline, USA powerlifting must let transgender athletes compete in women's division after losing discrimination case. You got it. A man who contends he is a woman who goes by the name of J.C. Cooper, has won a discrimination case against USA Powerlifting after after the Federation banned him, not her, from competing in female events. Why did they ban him from competing in female events? Because he's a dude. That's why. And because of his being a dude, he would have testosterone, bigger muscle groups, blah, 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 blah. The court case out of Minnesota, no surprise, comes with a mandate that the Federation, quote, cease and desist from all unfair discriminatory practices. Gee, it seems like you're ordering them to uh, begin unfair discriminatory practices by allowing a man to compete as a woman. Uh, The organization must revise its policy related to transgender athletes, meaning men competing as women, because no women, no woman is going to want to compete as a man because she would get absolutely annihilated. Meaning trans athletes, meaning men will be able to compete in the women's category after being previously banned. This is USA Powerlifting, okay? This is a an organization that hosts or stages a championship to put 
athletes on Olympic teams in the future, ordered by a court, by the law of the land, by a judge who went to school and got an advanced degree, a law degree, and then became a jurist, a jurist, ordered by the law to view a man as a woman. Why? Because the man changed their name? Because the man grew their hair long or wears a wig? Did the man undergo an operation? No. He's still a man anatomically and will always be a man no matter what you cut off of the man because his DNA will be male DNA. His brain will be a man's brain because he was born a man. The court cited, and this is always what they cite, an increased risk risk of depression and suicide, lack of access to coaching and practice facilities, or other performance suppression common to transgender persons as competitive disadvantages for transgender competitors. Uh, How did uh, J.C. Cooper do when J.C. Cooper competed against men? Uh, At the 2022 AMP Classic Open Nationals in Texas, she finished in third place out of three competitors. J.C. Cooper, as a man competing against men, finished last. That is why J.C. Cooper competes as a woman, because that is the only way that J.C. Cooper can win. Now, here's another headline. Parents defend child child transitions on PBS. Their child was, quote, transgender before she could even speak. PBS NewsHour featured a defense on transgender children and their parents' support for various gender care treatments against puberty blockers while attacking legislation against them on Wednesday. Uh, The segment that aired... Uh, by PBS, noted that and uh, spoke harshly about 150 bills being proposed nationwide, filed by Republicans, that, quote, target transgender Americans and restricts doctors from offering transition-related health care for minors even when their parents approve. Yes, even when their parents approve. We'll get to that in a moment. Why would we intervene if parents approve of cutting off healthy breast tissue, of giving gender-blocking hormones? Why would we block that? I'll get to it in a moment. Here's a quote from uh, one of the parents. Our daughter is 10 years old. They're speaking about their son, okay? This is a boy. Our daughter is 10 years old. She started letting us know she was transgender really before she could even speak. She would do things like wear her sister's clothes, pretend that towels were her long hair. When she was about three years old, she started to withdraw and become depressed. So we started doing some research. We talked to her pediatrician. This is why it's important to pick a good doctor. For us, gender-affirming care so far has been a social transition, using the correct pronouns, letting her grow her hair long, letting her pick her clothes from the girls' section. So in other words, letting their son have and do whatever their son wants to do. So my question would be, my first question to these parents would be, is your son, I probably wouldn't want to offend them, is your child potty trained? Is your child potty trained? Of course our child is potty trained. Did they do that naturally? 
No, they didn't do it naturally. Why did you potty train them? Because you thought their life would be better not messing their own underwear all the time, not defecating or urinating on the floor of your home, right? You made a decision to force your child to do something for your child's own well-being, right? When you potty trained your child. Becoming potty trained did not come naturally to them. If you'd have left them to their own devices, would they have ever become potty trained? Quite unlikely. So why did you do it? It would seem you would be you you would seem you would be imposing your will on your child by doing that. Later in the story. Quote from the mom. As soon as we started affirming her as a girl, her mental health increased greatly. Wow. You mean when you started letting your son do whatever your son wanted to do, their mental health improved greatly? I'm totally shocked by that. As he gets older, interesting, uh, they refer to their son as a son in that quote. As he gets older, what we are looking at first is puberty blockers, medication that would prevent puberty from happening in the natural. Oh, that's he because it's okay. Anyway, uh, what we don't want to have is unnecessary and sometimes invasive surgeries. Okay, so you're a bad parent. You're not a horrendous parent. Here's the quote that you got to pay attention to. We want to be able to push a pause button to make sure we are not making these decisions at young ages, like 11, 12, or 13. So they acknowledge that surgery is not something they want to do, that it's invasive and damaging to the child. Well, now, why would that be? Why would the surgery be damaging if giving this child everything they want, the ability to pick girl clothes, wear girl's clothes, call themselves by a girl's name, why do you stop? If it's a good thing for your son to become a girl, why don't why would it be bad? Why would you view it as bad to do the surgery as early as possible? They never explain that, but I would submit to you it's because they know inside that their son is not a girl or they have some fear of the inherent risk of the surgery. Finally, the parents conclude, it's been really tough on us as a family. The idea that the state of Indiana wants to take away our rights as parents to make medical decisions for our kid and with our doctors is really painful. So it's painful because the state of Indiana will not allow you to give your child gender-blocking hormones. So your position on this would be that the state should never have the right to tell you as a parent what you can do with your child. That's your position. So what if you wanted to pimp your child out as a sex slave? Would the state be okay to intervene then? No? Why not? If you as the parent have total autonomy about the decisions regarding your child's health and well-being, what if what if you wanted to put your child to work in a factory, not send him to school, make him go and work in a factory eight hours a day so they could contribute to your family income? Would that be okay? No, why not? Why would the state have a right to intervene there? If the state doesn't have a right to intervene on behalf of your child with their... So I was talking in the first segment of the hour about the problem in our society, the threat to our kids from the proliferation of the LGBTQ movement. Uh, the T is incompatible with uh, L and G. 
Uh, LNG is a sin. It's no more of a sin than gluttony, profanity, gossip, or anything else. Uh, we find it easy to prioritize sins that we're not tempted by. So I don't mean to insinuate that at all, <laughs> at all, that I am sinless. But this is an ideology that is proliferating, and it is lying to our kids, and it is drawing them into destructive choices. I've told you before, we have a friend from Colorado who came here, a beautiful young girl, she's now transitioned to a boy. It's heartbreaking. So this week at CPAC, of all the politicians there, including Donald Trump, the most noteworthy thing was said by Michael Knowles of The Daily Wire. And this is what Michael Knowles said. I want you to listen to it carefully, particularly at the end of this particular clip. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody, too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. So he says the preposterous ideology. And he has been criticized and demonized for saying this, accusing, being accused of saying that he's trying to eradicate transgender people from the earth. This is the opposite of what he is saying. He said they must be rescued from this preposterous ideology that they have been confused and they have fallen for it. What Michael Knowles said is no different. It is no different than when people say, when Joe Biden says, we must eradicate cancer from our lives. Is Joe Biden saying that all cancer patients should be put into a camp somewhere and killed? No, of course not. He's talking about a disease. He's talking about an affliction. And that is what transgenderism is. It is an affliction. And I'm going to do what I don't do very often here, is I'm going to lay out for you why it is wrong so that you will be equipped to speak from an authoritative position, and there is no more authoritative position than the position of biblical truth about why transgenderism is wrong. You know, as you read the Gospels, there are a lot of occasions where Jesus heals people of demonic possession. It is my firm belief that transgenderism is demonic possession. You are inhabited by a demon, and I will flesh that out for you for several reasons. The reason why I think you are possessed by a demon if you are gripped by transgenderism is because the Bible is very clear about the loyalty that one has to their own body. You know, the passage in Ephesians 5 that talks that is most controversial because people always cite it as, oh, women submit to your husbands in marriage. Oh, we don't submit. But on the back end of that, the reason why the Bible says that is because it tells husbands to love their wives as Christ loved the church. And then it says in Ephesians 5.29, 
After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does the church. So it says there it's clear the Apostle Paul is saying no one does anything that harms their own body. Well, when you are a transgender person who wants to take puberty-blocking hormones or cut off healthy body parts, you are harming your own body. Where would that come from? Where would that desire come from except from a demon inside of you inducing you to do harm to yourself? The Bible says we are made in the image of God. So we should value our bodies highly because we are made in God's image. In Psalm 139, it says, Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That is often held up to talk about why abortion is wrong. And that's a good scripture for why abortion is wrong, but it is also a good scripture for why mutilating your own body, either chemically or surgically, is also wrong. But the most important reason why transgenderism is wrong, why it is evidence of demonic possession, is because the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians about how our bodies are the temple of God. In 1 Corinthians 6.13, he says, The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself. Do you not know, this is verse 19, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. You do not honor God with your body when you take the body that he gave you, that you were given in his image, and mutilate it, and chemically alter it. This is why transgenderism is wrong. It is why the desire to change your gender is an elevation of yourself over God's authority, over the miracle of your creation, over the way he designed you for the purpose that he designed you. 1 Corinthians 3.16 sums it up clearly. The Apostle Paul writes, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. The people who advocate for transgenderism, for the ideology, the surgeons, the caregivers who prescribe and induce people to take puberty-blocking hormones or who perform the surgeries are in defiance of God. And they are drawing people into that ideology because they are tempted into that ideology by demonic possession. That is why it's wrong, and that is why we have to stand against it. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.